listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays are my favorite as we hope to say the secret word on You Bench Your Life. This episode originally aired on June 14th, 1950. So George, what is that secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is water. W-A-T-E-R. Oh, shucks. <laughs> you bet your life! <laughs> Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... He should have retired long ago. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. George Fenneman, who's placed to try for it? Well, just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a candy maker and a little girl. And here they are, Betty Raskoff and Mr. Jack Dalglish. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, with the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. A candy maker and a, and a little girl, eh? Uh, Betty Raskoff? You little rascal, you. <laughs> oh, how old are you, Betty? I'm eight years old. Eight years? Are, are you married? No. <laughs> do, do you have a boyfriend? Yes. What sort of work does this young fellow do? Uh, can he support you, uh, Betty? He's not old enough to work. He isn't working? No. <laughs> Living on the county, eh? <laughs> Mr., uh, what is your name? Jack Dalglish. Dal, uh, Dalglish. Right. Yes, sir. It's hard to say unless you have an onion in your mouth. Isn't it? <laughs> Do many people have difficulty in pronouncing that name? Oh, quite a few. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone. Anyway. <laughs> well, where do you work, Jack? I work for C Candy Shops. What is your job as a candy maker? Well, I'm an all-round man. You better explain that, uh, Fatty Well, no <laughs> A man is one that can take over almost any job in the shop Such as bonbon department, English toffee, peanut crunch Look at Betty drooling at all this candy <laughs> She's already forgotten that boyfriend, huh? <laughs> now, Lollipop, what kind of candy do you like best of all? That's you, Jack <laughs> 
future, when I say lollipop, I'm referring to you, Jack. Let's have that clear, huh? By preference, I'm a soft center man. What are soft centers? Soft centers are cream centers, marshmallow centers. Oh. Well, how do you make these creams? Well, there's little sugar, water. <laughs> well, uh, lollipop boy, uh, you just said water, and that's the secret word tonight, so you and your partner split $100 in cash. Compliments of the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Thank you. Don't you worry, Betty. He's got to split that with you. Uh, how do you how do you make these uh, these different kinds of cold cream you were talking? About? A little sugar, water, sugar and water. Sugar. You're not going to get another hundred dollars. Sugar and cream. Sugar and cream. A little corn syrup. Then we put it on the agitator and uh, cook it up to a soft degree. Probably What's the too... agitator? Well, that's... Is that the boss? That's the string. <laughs> What's the agitator? That's a stirring machine that takes all the labor out of making the candy nowadays. Well, why yeah. do you show up, huh? <laughs> that's me. Oh. And uh, then we cook it up to a soft ball, 238 degrees, and that's put on a cream beater. What's a cream beater? A cream beater <laughs> is a machine that... Uh, it beats cream, I suppose. <laughs> what kind of candy do you prefer, Betty? I like cherry candy. You think candy is good for little girls? Oh, if they, not if they eat too much. Chip it. I see. Do you, do you eat candy very often? Oh, not very often. How many times uh, a week do you eat candy? Oh, about two, three times a day. <laughs> Avoiding sweets like that? <laughs> Would you say candy is good for children? Well, if they don't overload themselves, I guess. You can get loaded on candy? <laughs> Besides soft centers, what kind of candy do you tie out over there? Uh, we make marshmallows. We make uh, kisses. Uh, we make... Uh, <laughs> Jack, uh, how, how are your kisses? Well, haven't had any complaints yet. How about your wife? Does she like your kisses? No, she doesn't like them. Why not? Well, they get stuck in her teeth. say that uh, you and your wife have a very gooey relationship. <laughs> do you take candy home to your wife every night? Oh, once in a while we do. What do you take home to your wife? Well, uh, we uh, are allowed to buy the seconds and the scraps. Nice 
birthday present. Now, here's a box of candy, dear. We were going to throw it in the garbage anyway. <laughs> well, you've been a real sweet couple. And now let's see how well you make out in the battle for the $1,000 question. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play You Bet Your Life. <laughs> Whether you go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers for service on your present car or to find out about a new car, you'll find the folks there ready and willing to serve you to the very best of their ability. That's because all of the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America are proud of the service they offer and the two great cars they sell. There's the brilliant new DeSoto, new from front to back, inside and out, completely new from bumper to bumper. DeSoto brings you a whole new concept of driving comfort and safety. It's a car you'll be proud to own. The car that lets you drive without shifting. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car that's packed with value and ready to prove it. Now let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,000. Fenneman, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected songs with one-word titles as your category. Now here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you try? Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. What is it, kids? Let's hear something. Take a guess at it. It's rain. That's too bad. Well, remember, you're going for $1,000. That's the big prize. Now, how much of the time will you risk? Okay, five. Five dollars. What is the title of this song? Temptation. Temptation. Well, they're on the way again. They have fifteen dollars. Okay, ten. Ten dollars. Let's see if you identify this one. Okay, Jerry. What is the name of this song? And they wind up with $40. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Now, don't go away. You may get a chance at the big question. Groucho, the secret word is still water. Perhaps our next couple will say it. Since this is California's 100th birthday, we invited a member of the California Centennial Commission to be our guest tonight. He's Mr. Lloyd Mitchell. His partner is Mrs. Jessie Maud Parker, a housewife selected from our audience just before we went on the air. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life, and if you say the secret word, you'll split $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. 
Jesse uh, Maud Parker. Huh? That's right. Very uh, charming outfit, uh, Miss Parker. Thank or you. Mrs. Parker. Mrs. Mrs. Parker. Yes. Lloyd Mitchell, eh? Uh, I see you beaming over there. What's, what sort of work do you do? Well, I'm the Southern California manager for the California Centennials Commission. You still won't answer my question, huh? <laughs> Plan and assist in the preparation of the celebrations over the state in connection with the centennial years. Well, you're going to stick to that story, aren't you? <laughs> well, California's been celebrating her centennials in 48 and 49 and 50. You're on a three-year binge? <laughs> Three historic events to celebrate. The discovery of gold in California in 48, the great gold rush in 49, and the admission to the Union in 50. What Union do you belong to? <laughs> belong to the Union. Then why are you celebrating that they let you in one? Huh? <laughs> now, Mr. Mitchell, what are some of the celebrations California's observed during these three years? Not that I care. It just seems the polite thing to ask. <laughs> Well, we started off in early 48 with a great uh, uh, historical pageant up there at the very place where Marshall picked up a little fleck of gold, which started all the excitement. What Marshall? Well, uh, James W. Marshall. Oh. Was he a field marshal? No, he what was... What was he uh, doing out in the field picking up gold? <laughs> now, and of course, I, I... there were other events. Uh, recently, over in Death Valley, a tremendous celebration over there in which we depicted some of the events of those people who got lost in there a hundred years ago. Did you find them? <laughs> and a hundred thousand other people came to see them. Mrs. Uh, Parker, are you properly impressed by all this palaver about California? Not particularly. <laughs> you realize you'll be deported in the morning. Huh? <laughs> Where are you from, Florida? No, I'm from Texas. Oh, one of those, eh? <laughs> Would you two like to debate the merits of your respective states? It's town hall tonight. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell, tell us something to impress her about, uh, about California. Well, I think in the final analysis, it comes down to the fact that uh, there are more Texans in California than almost any other state. <laughs> All those people out front from Connecticut, huh? <laughs> what have you got to say about that, about the uh, plethora of uh, Texans in California? Well, that doesn't prove anything. A lot of people come out here to retire when they're old. <laughs> That's true. Look at this audience, huh? <laughs> Many of them have retired for the night already. <laughs> Do you think California is a good place to retire, Mr. Mitchell? Well, uh... That seems to be a Texas viewpoint, and uh, I guess it's true, but it's, I think it's also true that they come to California when they're ready to live. Spoken like a dyed-in-the-wool naked son, native son. <laughs> your hometown will certainly be proud of you, Mr. Mitchell. By the way, what is your hometown, L.A. or San Francisco? No, uh, it's Pecos, Texas. <laughs> Well, 
Well, now that I know all about California and Texas, let's see how well you two make out in the quest for the $1,000 question. You've got to work together as a team and run your $20 into more than our other couples to get a chance at the big question. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The little girl and the candy maker won $40. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected news headlines of the last 10 years as your category. Now, here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you try? $10. In January of 1948, a spiritual leader was assassinated in New Delhi, India. What spiritual leader was shot? I think it was Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi is right. We're off to a good start with $30. 20 All right. In 1946, the United States granted independence to an island group that we have held, had held since the Spanish-American War. What is the name of this new republic? the Philippines. Philippines is correct. They're really climbing. We have $50. All right, you got $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50? 40. In 1947, in a political mix-up, two men claimed the governorship of one state. What southern state had two governors? Georgia. Georgia is correct. Now they have $90. We Georgia Brown. Now you got $90. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? How much? 80 in February of 1945, carrier launch planes bombed Tokyo in a surprise attack. What general led this attack? Do you know? I know. General Doolittle. Yeah, man. Who? General Doolittle. General Doolittle. And they wind up with one hundred and seventy dollars. Thanks and good luck from the Desoto Plymouth dealers. Now we'll soon know who gets the chance at the thousand dollar question. Friends, all across our country, you'll see circular signs that say DeSoto Plymouth Approved Service. Do you know what they stand for? Could it be DeSoto Plymouth Approved Service? Those signs stand for a square deal. Circular signs that stand for a square deal? They stand for the best in car service. Service performed on any make of car by factory trained mechanics. Yes, folks, DeSoto Plymouth dealer service is performed skillfully and courteously, speedily, and at a fair price. So take advantage of this next time your car calls for attention. And if your car isn't speaking to you, perhaps you'd better tell us who's leading in the battle for the $1,000 question. Well, the centennial manager and the housewife are ahead with $170. The secret word is still water. Who's next, Fenneman? A pair of foreign college students, Groucho. Mr. and Mrs. Arun Shaduri. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you win $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Shaduri, eh? That's right. What'll I call you? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. That's what comes after Friday, isn't it? <laughs> Saturday Shaduri, huh? This is going to lead to disaster. <laughs> I can feel it coming. Saturday, who is this fellow standing beside you? That's Arun. He's Arun? <laughs> you call him Arun, what does that make me? Huh? What do you mean he's a ruin? He looks okay to me. You don't understand. His name is Arun, A-R-U-N. Oh, that's different. <laughs> Arun, huh? What kind of a name is that? That's an Indian name. Oh, I thought Indians had names like Sitting Bull and uh, Standing Room Only. Are you, are you a Cleveland Indian? No, I'm an Indian Indian. <laughs> that's so, that's so, huh? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from 
from Calcutta. Calcutta, Calcutta. <laughs> Very odd, you know. You're the first one we've had here tonight from Calcutta. <laughs> Saturday, huh? I can't keep you calling you Saturday. Uh, what does Arun call you, huh? Calls me Satari. I'll call you Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call Arun? Orgaru. Huh? Orgaru. What does it mean? It means somebody who grumbles around the house all the time. <laughs> Why don't you call him Groucho and be done with <laughs> Where are you from, uh, Saturday? Uh, from Calcutta? No, I'm from Iran. <laughs> Who's Iran and what happened to Arun? <laughs> Saturday, which are you conjugating, your verbs or your husband's? <laughs> I, I ran, I ruin, I run. <laughs> Saturday, don't look now, but your predicate is dragging, huh? <laughs> My husband, I come from Iran, the country Iran. Oh, I see. Arun Fenneman uh, says you two are college students. May I ask what college you attend? Uh, I go to USC. Uh -huh. And what are you taking there? I'm learning about movies. Why are you interested in the movies, Arun? Uh, are you fond of popcorn? <laughs> interested in the art as such, and then Indian motion picture industry is second largest in the world. Have you made any movies? Uh, I have made some back home, but here I ca cannot even get near the studio to see how they shoot. <laughs> well, I've made movies in Hollywood, and I can't get into a studio either. <laughs> now, Arun, uh, since you come from India, and Sarah Shadari comes from uh, Iran, where did you meet each other? Did you meet each other halfway? No, in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, that's approximately halfway. <laughs> How long have you two been married? Two years. Now, Arun, suppose you two had been married in India. What kind of a ceremony would you have? You old grouch bag, you. Uh... <laughs> well, they, they get married in front of the minister and the invited guest. And uh, then they start eating. They have uh, hundreds of varieties of different foods which includes practically everything under the sun. No, I'll bet it doesn't. <laughs> you don't have matzo ball soap, do you? <laughs> well, I couldn't make statements that you can't back up. <laughs> After that, uh, uh, the bride and bridegroom lives for bridegroom's house. And uh, after a little ceremony, eight, nine hundred people goes there and they start all over again eating. <laughs> what, what do they have there? Well, almost the same thing. Well, what? Well, hundreds of different varieties of food and the thing you just mentioned, I don't know. <laughs> Well, by this time, I, I, I imagine the bride and groom are pretty well fed up with the whole thing. 
Now, Saturday, uh, tell me, do they still have harems over there? No, uh, they don't have harems. People look down upon harems these days. Well, I would, too, if I knew where there was one. <laughs> How long has it been since you were in Iran? Six years, in Iran. Six years. Uh, did you work back there in... Uh... No, I went from high school. Uh-huh. What does your father do? My father uh, is deceased now, but when he was living, he was um, a prime minister of the country. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Fooling around with practically royalty. Uh... <laughs> Arun, did you know that you married the prime minister's daughter? Yes, I know. Uh, and I Why don't... do you complain around the house? <laughs> I also know that uh, I have married a princess, too. Her grandfather was a Shah of Iran. Oh, well, Saturday, this is quite an honor. <laughs> Not only are you the granddaughter of a Shah, but the daughter of a prime minister and the wife of Arun here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's more important, you're a very charming girl. Thank you. Now, if you went back to Iran, would you still be a, a princess? No, I won't, because our uh, dynasty was overthrown in 1920. So I'm a common man, a common woman. Well, you're not a very common woman. You're a very unusual woman, Sarah. <laughs> but I, I, my guess is that despite his uh, griping around the house, that uh, you're a very happy and devoted couple. Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat the other two couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question. <laughs> can't tell you how much the other two couples won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The centennial manager and the housewife are ahead with $170. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected foreign monetary units as your category. Yes, sir. Now, how much of the $20 are you going to try? Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. What is the medium of exchange in Australia? Australian pound. The Australian pound is right. <laughs> A great start with $35. $35, which is certainly more than the pound is worth today. Now, what else? <laughs> Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 35 will you try? 25 What is the money used in Japan? Yen. Yen. Well, yen is right. They're climbing. We have $60 now, Groucho. You've got $60. You certainly got a yen for Japan. Now, here's your third question. How much of the 60 will you try? 50 50 What is the medium of exchange of Russia? Ruble. Ruble is right, huh? Now they have $110. $110 is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? $100. $100. What is the medium of exchange of Belgium? Um, Belgium franc. The Belgium franc is right. And they wind up with $210. And that means that they get the chance to bestow Plymouth $1,000 question. Rest assured, when you take your car for service to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer, the work will be done right. Regardless of the make of your car, regardless of the year, the factory-trained mechanics at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers are well-equipped to give you the best service job you can get anywhere. Not only that, you'll get prompt service, you'll get courteous service, and you'll be charged a price that's fair. 
The reason a DeSoto Plymouth dealer offers you all this is simply that he wants you for a steady and satisfied customer. So next time your car needs attention, stop in at the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here are the foreign college students, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Here we go for how much? $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. During the Revolutionary War, the British hired German professional soldiers for $36 apiece to fight the Americans. What were these mercenaries called? What's the, the answer you two have decided upon? The boys? No, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's the Hessians. See, our big question is made up in advance, and tonight it was on American history. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $210 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You'll Bet Your Life, presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week, the big question will be worth... $1,500. Before I forget it, Fenneman, I don't want you to bother me tonight. I'm going to stay home and curl up with a good book. It's by Kyle Crichton, and I recommend it to all book lovers. It's called The Marx Brothers, and it'll go on sale tomorrow at all bookstores. Well, since I've got a lot of reading to do, I'll say good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth drivers always signal to you. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Man, this show had some wonderful guests. And even though she didn't win the big money, that eight year old made out pretty okay. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. 
Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, this weekend, Sherlock Holmes will take on Professor Moriarty in the performance by Orson Welles and the Mercury Theatre of the Air. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>